Blog Talk Radio. Psychology at Sylvia Global Media. My name is Emily Bouchard. I'm the managing partner at Wealth Legacy Group. This is the Wealth Psychology Show that Jamie Traeger Muni, PhD psychologist and founder of Wealth Legacy Group, and I have been doing for gosh about half a year now. Jamie is located in Israel and she's being treated for breast cancer. She's going through radiation right now, and uh, I'm here in the states in uh, uh, Northern California, and our goal is to have a direct impact on the world around the whole conversation about money and wealth and what true wealth is in our lives. And we are really passionate about making sure that people lead truly rich lives. So that's what the show is about. And today's guest is really helping us focus on one of the key components of living a really healthy and wealthy life in terms of if we don't have true health in our lives, no much amount of money in our bank accounts is going to matter. And I think that that's really in our awareness more so now than ever with Jamie battling breast cancer. And we're really looking at, wow, we can use our money to make choices in our lives that can make a big difference and uh, benefit us in many ways. And then there are other things that we need to look at in terms of how we move in the world and choices we make that are going to make the biggest, most lasting impact in terms of our, our physical well-being, our physical health, which is where true wealth starts. Because if you don't have your body, if you don't have your health, you don't really have access to anything. So that's one of the things we're really passionate about. And last week, gosh, it was just last week, I got to hear a really phenomenal author and speaker and presenter. Her name is Beth Greer, and she was speaking at the Commonwealth Club in San Francisco. And I got to hear her firsthand and see her demonstration and talk about how she healed a tumor in her own body with natural means and then also what she did in terms of her research, she's an investigative reporter and journalist, and she looked into what is it that we're doing to our bodies internally and externally and all around us that contribute to ill health in our lives. Uh, Beth Greer is the author of Supernatural Home, which is endorsed by Deepak Chopra and Ralph Nader, and she's a former president and co-owner of The Learning Annex. She is certified in Build It Green, Healthy Home, and Workspace uh, Technologies and is a specialist in that. She's a Huffington Post columnist. And she, uh, we're going to hear about her story about how she eliminated a sizable tumor in her chest without using drugs or surgery. And I uh, also want to make sure everybody knows that Beth, along with being an author and a speaker and uh, you know just a great human being, is also a holistic wellness educator and is an environmental health advocate and a mother, and she's also been on CNN, ABC, NBC, and her work is around designing healthy work environments and corporate wellness programs, and also doing personalized in-home detox audits nationwide, and we're going to find out more about that and what that's about. Welcome, Beth Greer, to Wealth Psychology on Sylvia Global. Oh, thank you, Emily. Hi. Can you Hi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You you look great. You sound great. Good. So, so Beth. Would you would you start off by telling us about how you found out that you had a tumor in your chest and what was your immediate like emotional response to it? Because wealth psychology is so much based in like how we emotionally deal with what's impacting our lives. And I want to talk about that a little bit and then what you ended up doing. Okay. Well, gosh, um, about 10 years ago, 
I thought I was leading a healthy lifestyle. Like many of the people who are listening here, I was eating well, I thought, I was um, watching my weight, I didn't smoke, I didn't drink, um, I was even meditating. And uh, I was in a healthy, happy marriage, and I had a, a very um, successful business. So it came as this complete shock to me to discover that I had this tumor. I, I was in pain. Um, I experienced a pain in my shoulder and my neck, and um, I went to my doctor, and he said, well, I think you have a um, herniated disc, so you should go get an MRI. So during the MRI process, um, they told me that they saw a mass, and it's like completely flipped out. Uh, it was just so, so shocking. And yeah, what, what did you do with that shock? Did you internalize it? Did you did you talk to people? When you say flipped out, I'd love to get a sense of that because so you know, it was it's such a shock to have that experience. It was a Friday afternoon, I remember, and so um, they couldn't read the the MRI until Monday, until the you know because just the technician could read it, and he said, well, we think we see a mass there, but it's probably breast cancer. You know, they wrote on this report. Um, and then they so, sent you home with that unknown cert uncertainty. Exactly, oh, exactly. my gosh. That's unbelievable. Um, and, but the thought that came to me was, what? What? This can't be happening to me. I'm, I'm such a healthy person. Like, how could I have a mass? Where did this come from? Uh, there's no cancer in my family. There are no tumors. And so, um, anyway, then I had a Monday morning, went in for a, um, a mammogram, and the there was nothing in my breast, they discovered that it was actually deep inside my chest cavity. And so I went for a, a, a biopsy, a needle biopsy, and th that was also a very harrowing experience because, you know, you're, you're, at, the, you're at the mercy of, of the doctors, the hospital, and you just don't know. You're just, you know, lying on the table it's in this tube because I was in a, um, it was a CAT scan. Anyway, so they came back and they said, there's no cancer. You know, it's a benign tumor. But it was the size of a tennis ball. It was, it was this big. And, um, and it sounds like it was causing you distress. I mean, even though it wasn't like the kind of distress, like, oh, my God, this is life-threatening. It was painful. And it was, it was very where did painful. this come from? And what do I do about it? It was, uh, the nerves were wrapped around it. So it, the, the pain was running down my arm. And my first three fingers were starting to get numb. <clears throat> so... Um, I just, of course, you know, next step, make an appointment with, with uh, surgeons to see what, what's going on. So I went to three top surgeons. And the first one wanted to cut me under my collarbone over here. And the second one wanted to cut under my armpit. And then the third one said, no, 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 we're going to cut from behind and remove one of your ribs. Oh. And I thought, you know, none of them could agree on how to get it out. But they all agreed that it was risky surgery, that I could lose the feeling permanently in my hand. Oh, now that must have stirred up some emotion and oh kicked you in some other directions. Yeah. So, you know, I just thought, okay, what can I do? And I, I, from my meditation practice, I just decided to get quiet. And, and I prayed for an answer, like what, what direction should I go in? And so the word that came to me when I got quiet was simplicity. And so I thought, uh, you know, I want to jump in because Gail Sylvia Pullen, who started this network, really, really promotes this as well. And this whole notion of taking the time to listen to that still, quiet voice within 
And we are strong proponents of that. And the fact that you already have a meditation practice really lended itself to that for you in a big way because you already had that access to be able to get quiet and still enough to listen and hear from that that place within us that has this inherent knowing of what's right. And we've heard about it many times in different places and different books and different people. And what I'm wanting anybody who's tuning in to get is that we all have access to this. And uh, there's all kinds of different practices to have access to this. So you got still and quiet, and you heard your inner knowing. And it said to you, say it again, simplicity? Simplify? Yes, simplicity. So what did that mean to me? So I thought, okay, what can I simplify in my life that I have the direct contact over? And what occurred to me was food and drink. What am I eating and drinking? That has, I had the most control over that. And so even though I thought I was um, eating healthy, I looked at some of the food that I was eating and I discovered that, um, you know, I was eating processed foods. I had, there were foods with uh, labels on it, with words that I couldn't understand. Um, I was eating out at restaurants a lot because, you know, I was working in the city and didn't have time to come home and cook. And so I decided to do something kind of radical, which was to eat food without any food labels whatsoever, to just eat real food. And um, so the first thing I did was, and even how to simplify that, go on a juice cleanse. So I went on uh, pure vegetable juices and I actually went down to a place called Optimal Health Institute down in San Diego and they did the juicing for me, right? And um, in three days I noticed that the pain that I was in started going away. It was shocking. You know, you have to understand, I was in so much pain that I was taking sleeping pills at night because I couldn't find a comfortable position to lie down on. So I was kind of sitting up, sleeping in bed, and needed to knock myself out. And so after three days of juicing, I could I didn't need sleeping pills anymore. And I thought, hey, this is fantastic. You know, I'm onto something here. I'm going to continue with this. Now, how did you how did you find out about the Optimum Health Institute? And this is something that you know people who have access to resources and have money in their bank accounts that they can pit towards whatever they want, whether it's a new pillow on their sofa or going to the Optimum Health Institute. They have this capacity to make decisions about what they do with their money. Um, how did you find out about that? And um, you know, was it a, a very affordable thing, or was it actually a, like, wow, this is a significant investment? Yeah, it was affordable, and it's so funny because um, I find that in my life there are synchronicities that happen. And so coincidentally, um, a girlfriend of mine, uh, my friend Diane, months before said to me, hey, Beth, let's go down to the Optimal Health Institute for a week and just de do a detox, you know, relax and do a cleanse. And um, it was very affordable. It's run by a church and they make it uh, available to, to people. It's not like a very high-end, fancy place. Um, there's different kinds of accommodations, and so you can share a room with someone, you can have your own room, you can stay in a townhouse, so there's an assortment of, of options there. And, um, and it's also not that expensive because all you're really eating is, uh, is juices, <laughs> so they're not giving you, you know, luxurious three meals a day. Um, but it, it was transformational for me. And um, in that, you know, as I said, after just a few days, the pain started decreasing. And I realized that uh, what a tremendous uh, impact the food that we eat has on our bodies. And so after a week there, I came home and decided to continue this cleanse. 
and um, decided to eat raw food because that was what the the protocol was there. It was it was like five days of juicing and then two days of of raw vegetables and sprouts. So, well, I, I think that what we're going to do now is like get we've wet people's appetite, and I think our next segment needs to talk about very specifically what we put in our bodies and how what you put in your body seemed to make such a dramatic impact on this uh, mass that you had in your body and also what other benefits you got as a result of changing what you put in your body. Mm-hmm. 